Thanks for coming and listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. We are your hosts, Dan Harris and Aaron Pinkham. This is where we're going to be talking about basically everything Avatar-related as an Avatar The Last Airbender. Not Avatar the movie. The premise for this podcast is that we're going to look at each episode from two points of view. Me, a 40-something dad that has zero experience at all with anything Avatar or the Avatar world versus... An Avatar super fan who's been watching for 11 years. All right. So, before we get into this, I guess we should kind of talk about the elephant in the room that we haven't done a podcast in like a month. <laughs> so, as as much as we were bragging and saying, oh yeah, we're going to continue right out with season two, we, uh, we didn't do that. So, apologies to everyone that missed us. Uh, this is the end of summer, the end of the school year, I guess not the end of summer, end of fall. Uh, <laughs> things were busy. Some of us had vacations. Some of us had other things going on. I mean, it is what it is, right? So uh, we're back today. We're going to do episodes 21, and then probably you'll hear 22 this week also. Uh, and those basically are episodes one and two. Yeah, uh, that's what they. Two. Yeah, they're technically called like one. Oh, like they just start over with the season. Yeah. Season two. Uh, but before we get into that, we had some feedback while we were gone. So, uh, if you want to send us feedback, it's, uh, <clears throat> the everything avatar podcast. Uh, no, what's our email? Hold on. Everything avatar one thirteen at gmail.com. Yes. All right. <laughs> so if you want to send us feedback, it's everything avatar one thirteen at gmail.com. And if you write in, we will talk about it on the air as we are this next one. Uh, this is the feedback we got. It says, hi, Dan and Aaron. Hopefully you two are doing well and nice and enjoyable work that you two that you two did. Uh, I'm going to guess she's from not the U.S. or something. She's got a, a signal or insignia here I'm not familiar with. And uh, says, I enjoyed it because of the positive vibes and hearing how well you two are together. Um, I guess about 113 is that it's your favorite episode of at least one of the two of you, and that it's from episode 13 of season one, which can be written as 113. Thank you for the podcast, and keep keep on doing the good work. Greetings, Natasha. So, Natasha, your answer is, Aaron? Uh, incorrect. <laughs> In- Incorrect. That's right. So good guess. Uh, that, that makes sense to me. Totally get it. But that is not what 113 stands for. But uh, thanks for uh, sh- telling the good words, you know, about how we're doing. And uh, we appreciate hearing that. So any, you know, we'd like to hear from anybody. So if you got some mm-hmm. good things to say, even if you got bad things to say, we'll probably read that on the air, too. We don't care. Uh, <laughs> write in. Let us know. Again, it's everything avatar 113 at gmail.com. All right, let's get into this, right? It's been a little mm-hmm. while. we got to shake that, shake that rust off. So uh, episode, in our case, this is episode 21 of the podcast, but it's really uh, episode one, season two. Yep. The Avatar State. Yes. So in this one, it starts out, our, uh, it kind of gives you a recap of what happened at the end of uh, season one. Yeah. And uh, God, I can't remember his name now. Who's the, who's the water master? Haku. Haku. Yeah. So basically he's saying, you know, he's going to go to the south mm-hmm. and help them. And he makes uh, Katara a master. Yeah. He 
He also gives her um, spirit water from the Oasis from the end of season one, which is an important thing later. Okay. In this right. season. Good to know. Keep an eye out for. And uh, yeah, so that's where the, this episode picks up. They're basically on a, on a ship as he's leaving. Yeah. And he gives her that. He gives uh, some scrolls to Aang and says that'll help him master waterbending. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically says, you know, there's no replacement for a good master, which, of course, is Katara. He then looks at Katara. Yeah. Um, and then gets to uh, one of my favorite people. <laughs> and and uh, basically <laughs> he tells uh, he tells him, be good. <laughs> yeah, he tells Sokka. He's yeah. Doesn't, really, doesn't like, give Sokka nothing. So I was like. She got water, you got scrolls, I get nothing. I get a pat on the shoulder. Yep. So. And one thing we did miss that this is how, like, the episode opened up is Aang was having nightmares of himself in the Avatar state. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was, that was like, the start of the episode. Yes. Which, it, you know, is pretty important for the episode. So, like, you know, I, I just watched this episode again this morning and mm-hmm. kind of just rolls right from the previously right into the new episode and is like, yeah, you know, you blink and you miss the whole book two. What are they called? Big book two, chapter one, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you blink and you miss that, and all of a sudden you don't realize you're already into the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, that was the big part about the dream uh, nightmare, really beforehand. Yeah. So he then tells tells our gang that hey, uh, if you head over to the neighboring Earth Earth Nation mm-hmm. uh, or land of the earth nation whatever there's a general fung mm-hmm. and uh basically he'll give you safe passage to omashu yeah because Aang wants to go learn earth bending with boomy which you know we met boomy in season one his his friend from the hundred years before yep um which totally makes sense mm-hmm. so uh they head over there and it's, you know, it's a little travel for them to get there. When they get there, the general's welcoming and all that and says, hey, it's great having you here. And he just praises Aang for how powerful he is and how yeah. great of a warrior he was and fighting the, the fire yeah. tribe in the north. Yeah, because word has traveled now because, you know, he turned into the giant thing with the spirit and took out all these fire nation that it definitely has traveled. Yeah, so obviously the fact that the words traveling with the Avatar is back, that is going to probably give some hope and that to, to all these other nations that have been dealing with the Fire Nation for 100 years. So, mm-hmm. um, And basically he goes on and on and on, and then he's like, hey, I think you're ready. Let's just go take them on now and be done with this. And he's like, you know, with my, my army and my team that I have here and you in the, in the Avatar state, he goes... We're, we're just going to demolish him. And mm-hmm. Aang kind of freaks out. He's like, I'm not ready for that. And Katara's yeah. like, he's got a master, you know, the he's got to master three more, uh, you know, bendings. Earth yeah. Bendings. The, not earth bendings, but yeah. Well, he need, he's, he's started water bending. He's not completely a master of it, but then he's got to still learn earth and fire completely. Right. So, um, this general's pretty much like, nah. We're going to do this. And he's trying to force his way. Uh, mm-hmm. Personally, I, you know, you kind of pick up on the vibe that because Aang's so young, he's just trying to be an adult over Aang and, and abuse that privilege. Yeah. And uh, so everybody's kind of freaking out. And he tells Aang, well, I'll give you one day to think about it. And Aang goes and he's like, 
thinks about it and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do this. And Katara and Sokka are like, oh, I don't think it's a good idea. And he's like, nah, he goes, if I can help stop all this, you know, pain and suffering now, I should probably try to do it. Yeah, because the general, like, takes him aside and shows him, like, all his soldiers that are coming back from war, showing him, like, the hurt ones. And he goes, like, the general says, like, these are the lucky ones that made it back. And so he right. did some convincing to Aang. Yeah. Um. One thing mean, we oh go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. One thing we haven't talked about is um, Zuko, and we get to see Azula in this episode too, which is Zuko's sister. Yeah. Um, where we see Zuko is so him and I are, are traveling, and it is the three year anniversary since Zuko was banished from the Fire Nation. And we get to, then it flashes over to Azula, and we meet her, and right in, like, her first scene, you kind of see her character, she's very, she's a perfectionist, she wants everything to be perfect, like, we saw when she was doing lightning bending, which I don't know if I've pointed it out before, but... The only other time we've seen lightning bending so far was in season one, episode 12, The Storm. Uh, there was lightning coming down at the ship and Iroh did something called lightning redirection, which we'll learn about more. Iroh also did it in this episode, but that's later on. But Azula just does lightning bending. And so that's a new sub bending, kind of the first time you see straight up lightning bending. And so, you know, Azula wants everything to be perfect. And she's very manipulating as if you saw like with the soldiers, like somebody told her like the ship couldn't pull in to see. And she was like, dude, the tides control this ship. And she goes on that whole thing. And it just perfectly shows her character. Yeah, she threatens the captain or admiral of the ship, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, basically is like. I think you can control what we do and you better make the right decision or I'm going to kill you. So, yeah. Yeah. She's pretty threatening, pretty intimidating, uh, pretty scary. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they're going to go ahead and she tells Zuko that, Hey, you know, father forgives you and he wants you back. You know, now family's important to him and all mm-hmm. this. And, and, and as the viewer, we know this is a big lie. Yeah, but she's basically just trying to trick Zuko and, and Iroh into surrendering and coming with her, you mm-hmm. know, on their own without knowing that they're surrendering. Surrendering. Yes. Because and, uh, oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No, that's all right. They're because they're wanted now by like the Fire Nation because they Iroh one helped the Avatar and stuff, and you know Zuko is. He kind of just he wasn't able to do anything at the. He got defeated. Well, he was banished all along. And then the fact that he took this upon himself and then tried to fight the Avatar and and was defeated. His only way. Yeah. Well, his only way to get back to the Fire Nation was to capture the Avatar. And now he's with so much like shame and stuff because he was able to get Aang and then he lost Aang. And so, you know, both him and Iroh are now wanted in the Fire Nation. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty much where we are there. She she mm-hmm. tells them, I'll come back the next day, because Zuko's just kind of shocked by it all and is trying to take yeah. it in. And 
Iroh's just like, hey, we, you know, he just needs to come to terms with this. And so she's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll be back next day. Yeah. So uh, then we go back to, you know, our three main heroes. And um, again, that's the next day that, you know, Aang goes and tells the general, hey, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll help you. I'll fight. And he's like, but, you know, I just don't know how to bring about this Avatar state. Yeah, because... The only way he knows how to get into it is he doesn't really control it. it it's just, just like, it just is like so much pain or anger, or he has to have like some kind of big emotion to get into it. Like when we saw him do it in um, like the season one, episode three, the Southern Air Temple, he was so sad and angry that, like, when he found Monk Yatso's skeleton, he just, like, went into the Avatar state. Like, he has no way of controlling it. Yeah, it's totally, totally emotional. It sets him off, and mm-hmm. he do, he's, yeah, he doesn't know exactly what it is, so. Yeah, well, he, gen- he just doesn't know how to trigger into it. Right, so the general tries all these different things to trigger it, tries, you know, kill him basically uh goes after him with everything he's got has his yeah. army go after him and nothing is triggering it nothing is triggering it finally the the general figures it out that you know it's katara well mm-hmm. in this case it was katara but um yeah he takes katara puts her in danger mm-hmm. and then in the process of that then ang starts fighting him and then just as uh he's about to get ang then ang flips flips the switch and and goes into the avatar state where he's yeah. then uh, greeted by um, Roku. Roku. Yeah. And uh, Roku basically goes on and tells him, hey, look, you know, this is a, a self-defense mechanism, basically. Mm-hmm. And, the you know, you glow because of all the power that was used every time by all the previous avatars, you know, to get into this state. And uh, this when you're in this state, you are the most powerful and strongest you'll ever be. However, you're also the weakest because if you're killed while you're in this state, you're killed for real. And there's no coming back. And it'll also kill the line of avatars. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that is a very interesting thing. Because I think I already said this to you in one of them. But this is the first time that we're knowing this. So, like, the avatar state, he's super powerful. But you got to really think when you're going to use it. Because if you do die, the avatar is out of existence if you die in the avatar state the cycle's over avatars are over and another interesting thing about that that i think is cool is when we do see the whole um thing of roku going through the things we get to see some of the other avatars in the cycle so that i i mean to you that's probably a little more yeah to me it was just seeing okay here's some other people they're showing that were avatars yeah and- yeah. You know, at this point, the, I, I, I don't know enough about any of them or know anything. Yeah, about, so. exactly. The only one out of the ones you've seen that you know when, besides Roku, they showed was Kyoshi, because, you know, the Kyoshi Island, the yep. Kyoshi Warriors, that's the only one that you would know of, of the ones they showed. But I think it's, it's cool because it's like one of the very small scenes we get to see of some of these avatars actually fighting. Okay. So. That I just think that's personally interesting. Cool. So, uh, yeah, so all that's going on. Um, in the meantime, while that's going on, Aang is kicking butt as mm-hmm. being in the Avatar state um, to the point that he almost basically kills the general. Yeah. And, and uh, go ahead. 
the general then just like he had like Katara pushed into the ground and then he like pulls her up and he's showing Aang like she's fine, she's fine, stop. And Aang eventually comes down out out of the Avatar state after he talks to Roku and stuff. Yeah. So at this point the general's just like, All right, that was a little more intense than I thought. Um we switch back to Zuko and Iroh who are about to board the ship with Azula yeah. to head back to the Fire Nation. And just as they're about to do that, and she's like, okay, we're ready to go. The the Admiral or whoever it is that runs the ship makes the mm-hmm. mistake of saying, hey, we're taking the prisoners and leaving. Yeah. And when he when Zuko and Iroh hear that, they're like, oh, this was a trap. And they start mm-hmm. their fight, which in the end, it's pretty much Iroh takes out everybody. And yes. then Zuko and his sister are just fighting each other. His sister's yeah. about to zap him with the lightning, and that's when we see Iroh do the the the, uh, the lightning. Yeah, the lightning redirection. And then one thing is, Iroh the whole time tried to tell Zuko, like, I don't think this is true. And the way I've always looked at this is the only reason Iroh went with Zuko is he knew that it was a trap. Oh, yeah, he went to protect him as always. Yeah, he went to, like, protect him and stuff because... He was mad at Zuko, but I'm sure he could see where Zuko was coming from, that his he's been banished for three years and his dad all of a sudden wants him home. Why wouldn't he want to go home? But yes, yeah, so then we have the fight and Zuko and Azula fight, which I mean, it means nothing now, but it's interesting to see where they stand on this time versus a fight that's all the way in season three. But okay. yeah. It's it's interesting to see their first fight versus like their last fight. Okay, so uh, yeah, so Iroh just as she's about to zap Zuko with some lightning, Iroh steps in, basically grabs her hand, does the redirection, mm-hmm. and uh, kicks her overboard. Yes. <laughs> and so as he kicks her overboard, they take off running. Mm-hmm. So then we flash back to our group, and they're basically you know the generals away. He he. He's not anywhere in sight. Basically, they know at this point, okay, this this isn't gonna this isn't gonna work. Well, actually, the general, um, Aang gets out of the Avatar state. He was like, he was kind of just say he said something like, "Wow, that was crazy." He's like, "All right, let's head to the Fire Nation." And then Sokka comes over and hits him with something. He had some kind of weapon thing and hits him over the head and like knocks him out. And Sokka's like, "Does anybody have a problem with this?" And like all the soldiers shook yeah. their head. So, that's right. Yeah, I forgot th- about that. Yeah. Now, now they're just heading to Omashu on their own without like the escort, because that's why they were going to like that Earth Kingdom base. Is General Fong had like some kind of easy, safe passage to Omashu, but now they're just gonna go on their own. Yeah. So yeah, because basically one of the warriors says, "Hey, do you still want passage?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Nah, I think we got it." Yeah. So they just take off on their own. Uh, and the end of the episode then goes back to Zuko and Iroh who are mm-hmm. running and Azula is basically telling everybody in that town at that time for the Fire Nation that, hey, these two now aren't just wanted, but they're basically traitors to the yeah. Fire Nation. And, uh, you know, if anybody helps them, they're they're done for. Mm-hmm. And so we see Zuko and I were running through the woods and they come up upon a stream and they stop to catch your breath and realize, hey, you know, we're done. And it show, it ends with both of them cutting off their, I guess you could say, ponytails. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, throwing them in the water, knowing that you know now they're 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 really on the run now. It's not yeah. just it's not just they're wanted and they could find help elsewhere, but now they're a number one enemy. So yeah, so that that's like two things. It's one they do it to more so be disguised, and then two, it's a whole Fire Nation culture thing with like their hair it's like something tied to their honor like zuko so now they're both dishonored so that's that's what that whole thing means but it's also so they could more so disguise themselves because in the next episode you'll see they get like different clothes so people don't know who they are cool cool all righty so what do you, what what uh what's your overall take on this episode? I like this episode. It's not my favorite, but I have a lot of favorites, including the next episode is one of my favorites. Okay. Um All right. but yeah, it's I mean, I love like every episode, so I really never have bad things to say. But I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite part. Um Sokka does have a few funny moments within this one, like when they're trying to get Aang into the Avatar state, he tries to like shock him into the Avatar state and like puts Momo, Momo in front his of his head. face yeah. and tries yeah. to scare Aang. So that that's a that's a good moment. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that and still the look on his face in the very beginning when everybody else gets a gift and he gets a pat on the shoulder. I like yeah. that one. Saka is uh, just always, always, he's always bringing good comedy to the show. And and then Iroh again, he he does a bit of the same. And uh, the one part where he's getting a massage and he's talking about how great it is. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's got all these seashells and he's talking about keeping seashells as trinkets. And I'm just like, what the (laughs) heck is this old man doing? Yeah. And the funny thing is, is like with that scene with the seashells, he's like, look at I got all these seashells to remember our travels. And Zuko goes like, uncle, we don't have anywhere to keep these. We're traitors now. We have to yeah. carry everything on our own. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, no, that, that there, there are some good scenes in this one. It, but it, most mm-hmm. of all, it was good just to be back, you know, mm-hmm. and, I imagine, you know, if there was a longer break between the seasons, mm-hmm. uh, you'd be excited for this episode. And it was a, yeah. it, was a it was a good episode to, to get everybody back in the flow of things for for the season, too. Yeah. And I know I know a lot of the story with this episode is after the season one finale, it was there was a lot of people like online saying, like, why couldn't Aang just go kill the Fire Lord now with the Avatar state after seeing, you know, everything he did in the Northern Water Tribe? which was pretty much the reaction of General Fong, and they kind of showed yeah. why he couldn't. So yeah. I know oh. that was part of the reason this episode was, like, a thing, because, like, people were confused, because they didn't, nobody knew what the Avatar state was if they were, when, you know, there was no explanation of it to this. Yeah, it definitely gave you more information of what's going on, so. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that finished this episode of Everything Avatar. Please join us again next time as we discuss episode 22. If you want to contact us, reach out, please do so. You can email us at everythingavatar113 at gmail.com. Uh, or you can also find me on Twitter at I'm Trying Dan. 
or my other podcast called The PTR Show, where me and my friend Brian discuss recent TV shows and movies that we've watched and give out our thoughts. Aaron, where can they find and reach out to you at? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Aaron Pinkham or on my Instagram at airbear 34 All right, please share this podcast with your friends and family as we're in almost every place you can listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and uh, give us a good rating. And until next time, I'm Dan Harris. And I'm Aaron Pinkham. And thanks again for listening to the Everything Avatar podcast. See you next time. See ya.